Welcome to Life with AI, Unlocking Your Third Brain. In these short episode series, we'll unravel the profound ways AI is reshaping our lives. Dive in with me as we uncover tools and insights that empower you to elevate your health, intellect, and help you work with maximum efficiency. I'm your host, Richard Fala. Crazy news had hit the internet today. The CEO and co-founder of OpenAI, Sam Altman, has been fired from his position, or so is the assumption. I wanted to dedicate this episode to talk about the amazing journey of this man, his achievements as a CEO, a founder, and an influential figure in the startup world, his impact on AI, and how he has led the company, which is OpenAI, to where it is today. This will be a very brief history of Sam. And I also created a small bio, uploaded it to Interpreter, and I requested some predictions in terms of where he'll be headed on his next journey. So I'll share with you the results of that towards the end of this recording. But before I dive into this, I would love to invite you to join our beta release on openbuild.ai. We are building a drag-and-drop AI studio that lets you and your team put together recipes powered by AI that's going to automate your day-to-day work, tasks, and much more. It's openbuild.ai, and as soon as it releases out, we will invite you for feedback. Let's dive right into the news of today, and I want to leave speculations out because everybody is just assuming things. I mean, overall, he has done some amazing contributions to the AI world, the startup world, but let's start from the letter that everybody's talking about, which is this announcement by his board that says Mr. Altman's departure follows a deliberative review process by the board, which concluded that he was not consistently candid in his communications with the board, hindering its ability to exercise its responsibilities. And the board no longer has confidence in his ability to continue leading OpenAI. This is not the first time a popular CEO has been ousted by the company or his board. That's probably due to a lot of different reasons. Maybe he's hiding some things that he's building internally or others. Again, I'm not here to speculate. I just feel like perhaps it's a big loss for the company. But what happens is the next tweet that he released, because that's not only the thing, the only thing. And to happen immediately, right, to be let go that quickly without prior, prior announcements and so on is um, sort of, you know, a little fishy. Now, here's his tweet. I loved my time at OpenAI. It was from, transformative for me personally and hopefully the world a little bit. Most of all, I loved working with such talented people. We'll have more to say about what's next later. So this is his tweet. And not too long after that, his co-founder, Greg Brockman, he decided to also leave the company. Now, the board did not mention that Greg will be stepping down. They just said that he won't be on the board, but he will continue his day-to-day operation. But however, he put out on Twitter not too long ago that he decided to actually quit. So that means that not only the co-founder, but also Greg, who worked since inception on the company with Sam also decided to go. There seems to be some work they've been doing together or some general decisions or consensus. They couldn't reach an agreement with the board and that led to the reason. All right, we'll definitely find out more in the next few days. But overall, 
Sam has really contributed a lot to OpenAI. He's an inspirational figure in the startup world, as I mentioned, and his journey is quite fascinating. So I want to go back to the beginning, you know, in terms of what he has done. In 2005, he founded a startup called Looped. You know, at this point, I think he was 20 years old. In 2011, he sold Looped for, I think, close to 50 mil, more or less. And obviously, this is how he made his first fortune. After that, he joined Y Combinator to become a president. In 2015, co-founded OpenAI, where he was on the board. And he was still running Y Combinator. In 2019, stepped down from Y Combinator to solely focus on OpenAI and, you know, taking it where it is today. And unfortunately, 2023, after getting the company to, you know, leading AI um, startup, he was let go. So what he has done, you know, from a different aspect of uh, a CEO running a company. Let's talk first uh, at the technology aspect of OpenAI. You know, obviously the technology is familiar to most of you watching this already. But there are different elements that led to where the company is today from a technology and IP perspective. So first, obviously, he started with the GPT series. GPT-1 wasn't that great. Didn't make a lot of noise. GPT-2 was a lot better. And, you know, developers started to use it. They saw some potential in it. Now, GPT-3 and its series made a huge impact because... There were there was so good in the results that are produced, although it wasn't perfect as or nearly as perfect as the results we're getting today with the newer models, but it did make a huge impact. And finally, GPT-4 and 4 Turbo that's coming up. I mean, he has really excelled on focusing on the GPT models, which is the core technology of OpenAI. Second, he branched beyond text. To include image generation because he understands that the internet is not only made out of text but it's also made out of images and more so he rolled out dali dali 2 and 3 now and probably many more which is getting better and better with time then he of course released codex which is the ability to write code understand codes and analyze it and why this is huge not only because it has commercial impact a huge commercial impact it's actually extremely useful for writing itself so technically in the future ai will be able to write more ai code it can be integrated into one of the most i would say jobs on demand which is developers coders and in the near future will be able to hire an ai powered code writer to write certain codes for you to some limits it won't replace totally developers but at least you'll have the junior capabilities baked into an engine this is this was huge so the codex and github copilot was one of their flagship products and finally the one that made this whole buzz is ChatGPT. it's a simple interface and thus all, all that was he actually decided with his team when many of them reading the story they were going against the fact that a chat or a chat component is going to be helpful for the community that thought it was going to be a waste of time but he went against all of that and he built a very simple interface that literally just blew the company up at that point because everybody not only developers were able to interact with his gpt models and now with his dali 
uh, codex and even his code interpreter. So this was huge. So as you can see from an AI, development of AI and the code and the product, he literally has put an amazing roadmap ahead. He worked on it and he got it to where it is today. The second aspect of running his company is the financial growth, right? So product first, but then, you know, from a partnership and financial growth perspective that defines founders too. Not only he was able to probably, you know, position OpenAI as the leaders in the space through the technology itself, but he partnered with one of the giants in the field, which is Microsoft. Now that secured obviously a lot of money, about $10 billion of investments, licensing agreements. And as you can see, a lot of the Microsoft products are now powered by OpenAI and probably the core technologies. Um, but I'm pretty sure they provided some compute power for data warehousing that are extremely expensive. And I don't know if you know this, but it takes a lot of queries to generate one simple prompt. So with that, I think that collaboration has made OpenAI one of the leaders in this space as well. So that was a huge score from his end. Now, not to mention from the beginning phases, having Elon Musk has helped a lot. He secured, I think, a billion dollars from Elon in, uh, in the beginning phases. But that Microsoft partnership was very important. And he also diversified his revenue stream. So not only he is making money from developers, API calls, every time the engine is being called, there's a tokens that are being issued and there's a money that's being paid for that. So I have a tab every month as a developer, but then he opened up the ChatGPT monthly membership, which is the plus membership, and had that sort their revenue because now everybody can pay for it, not only developers. And he has other revenue channels like the enterprise model, licensing, the technology to bigger companies. Microsoft is one, is, is an example. But he has some consultancy aspect of his business. All of this has led to a lot of awareness and the generation of this new breed of AI products, AI startups, AI categories, quadrants. Um, and it's, it's just the beginning of what is to come in the future. So you can see all those little kind of stepping stones starting from the product, diversifying revenue models, partnerships has led to increased investments in AI and the boom of the AI ecosystem. In terms of their, his fundraising achievements, because every founder knows that fundraising is certainly one of the hardest thing to do, um, or it could be the easiest thing. But in his case, he has done probably uh, he has raised so much money that's un unprecedented before and that early stages of a company. So basically raised a total of $11.3 billion, just between the 10 billion from Microsoft, the initial 1 billion from Elon and then 300,000 independent. And he was able to move the company from being 100% non-for-profit to be able to raise some money through a different structure. And I believe they could only, I think investors can make like a 100x return capped, which honestly, it almost seems like uncapped. But he changed a little bit of that structure to be able to raise more money so he can take the product to become a giant. Now, OpenAI launched their own fund to invest in AI startups. And I think that's significant because they became an investor in 
tools that will improve the, their own core technologies. And they got the company, or he got the company with his team to a $90 billion valuation, more plus or less as of um, today. So that means in a very short period of time, he was able to put the company on the map along with others. These are just a few valued approximately around the same that have been in the space for decades. The dinosaurs, right? They have branches and hundreds of thousands of employees. So literally in a very short period, he has done what no other company has done so quickly. Last but not least, you have the user growth and adoption. Many of you know the story, but he was, you know, he he've gotten to 100 million active users in just two months since the launch of ChatGPT, and that's kind of the importance of having a great product with a simple interface can get you to growth very quickly. In a large user base, um, and I'm sorry, this was the revenue, 100 million in rev. 100 million active users and global reach at 156 countries, the majority of the world. So the, the product is not only US, although the majority of usage and probably payments and things are coming from here, but he is global or the company is international. So the revenue might not be accurate. This is obviously the company doesn't disclose 100% the revenue, but they estimated that it will be close to that number. All right. So to summarize, you know, Sam's impact on AI has been obviously proven through the track record and where everybody's talking about AI today. Um, everybody's using AI in one way or another, not only the old fashioned way through very uh, specialized categories like predictive or devices. Now it's pretty much everywhere. He has led the company through exponential growth, not only from a usage adoption, revenue but also through you know the research and the amount of money that being invested worldwide so with all being said many have been wondering you know what is next for sam and these are discussions that have been following the next couple of hours last couple of hours um, where the company is going to be headed a lot of the stocks has tanked especially microsoft stocks tanked google for some reason closed with a loss as well. So that made an impact on the global markets. Now, I'm pretty sure from OpenAI's perspective, now they have an interim CEO who will be running the company until they actually find the right CEO. So that tells you that he was let go on a hurry. But what I did, I wanted to test OpenAI itself to see what would the result be. So what I did is I created a very simple bio and let me just share my screen again. Again, nothing crazy, simple bio, his investments, some of the startups he is still involved in, some of the biggest startups. I think he invested in so many through Y Combinator. He's very well known for investing in or finding smart companies, smart founders and investing in them. But these are the ones that were worth kind of noting in my bio. Um, and finally, the let go announcement. I made a PDF out of this and I uploaded it to ChatGPT and I actually asked it to analyze where would he go next. And ChatGPT did what it do best. It analyzed everything from the docu document itself. And at the end, it said he's probably going to return to entrepreneurship, which is known. 
venture capital, so he'll keep investing. Research and development in AI, he's probably going to keep an arm there, and advocacy and philanthropy because he invested a lot in, in these. But that wasn't sufficient for me. You know, I, I asked if he would likely to join a company like Microsoft, IBM, Google, and based on ChatGPT's analysis, they said most likely no. Because of his network, his influence, his leadership roles, he's most likely going to join one of his existing or start something new. And at the end, after a few back and forth, the final prediction was he will be with Helion. Considering his background, interest, and companies that he's involved in, including the world, um, I believe, I forgot the world um, health organization. He's been talking a lot about that, sustainability, uh, you know, kind of getting rid of poverty and hunger. Um, Helion is a company focused on nuclear fusion technology that aligns with his interests. So that was the final prediction of Chad GPT. So um, is it gonna be true? We'll see in the next few months. I'm pretty sure he won't be uh, just hanging in there, doing, although he can, he's a millionaire many times over, uh, but he's most likely going to continue with some of the involvement he's already in. And OpenAI will be, OpenAI is always going to be in good place. There are many great founders who will probably be on the forefront to lead the company. I'm excited to see who. But it's really sad because for me and for many, you know, Sam is a great figure, smart guy, very influential founder, and he has led many companies to huge success. So that's it. I thought I'll run this short episode just to dedicate to the founder of whoever kind of inspired even this podcast. And um, yeah, we'll see what's next to come in his journey. I hope you like the content of this podcast. If you do, please support by liking, sharing, commenting. Your feedback will help me improve on the content overall. Thank you so much for watching this episode and I'll see you on the next one.